Let go. Um, so we're recording one straight after the last episode yep, so because this... um, one of us is busier than the other. And Actually, you I don't never know, if... know which one is which. It's not that either of us yeah. are not busy. We're both busy. We're Geographically. We're differently busy in the geographic yeah. sense. Yes. Um, so uh, you're off to... Going to Las Vegas nice. with the uh, with the lovely Maryland Rice Cub. Oh, that's uh, next nice. week we're doing the Tropicana in Las Vegas. Lovely. Which uh, I'm very excited to do. I've never done the Laugh Factory in Vegas before, so I've heard amazing things. That'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, so if you're in the area and this comes out before my show, which it probably won't, but if it does. But if not, I'm sure that you'll have seen his set and yes. he'll have mentioned it at the end of the podcast. He'll be, of uh, at the end of uh, his show, yes. he'll be like, oh, listen to the podcast. Yep, exactly. Right? <laughs> That's always what I remember to do. <laughs> Um, cool. That'll be so fun. that'll be good. And you're, uh, what are you, what are you doing? You're doing, uh, work? none, none you, of your business. That's fair enough. And I'll tell you why it's none of your business. Because <laughs> you don't want to say it. No, it's, it's more like, uh, cause I was thinking about oh, this. Oh, it right? is my business. So this, this podcast is like a marriage, right? And in a way it is. A good marriage. We, we are, well, <laughs> it needs work. Um. Just like every good marriage. Of course, like every good marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, bad marriage needs work as well. No, if any more work. That's why they're bad. Well, you just give up on them. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I'm aware of that. (laughs) Um, So, uh, what was I going to say? Podcasts like marriage. Uh, Sometimes the podcast. So I was. I remember there was a little doubt. I was like, should I continue this podcast? Only because you never shared that with um, me. No, I'm sharing it with you right now. Is because part of me feels like I just don't want to reveal too much about myself. Okay. Which, uh, I think there's something... It's too late. Fair, well, I mean, it's too late. But it's too late. But also, if I keep doing it, it's not too late. Every every new episode is, is uh, new... I'm going past too late. Yeah. Right. So, a part of me was like, oh, what's, should I just, should, why am I bothering this? And so that's why I don't want to reveal, I don't want to reveal everything. I don't Wait, want to tell what? you what I'm doing on Tuesday. Well, on that's Wednesday. fair enough. You don't have to. And if, if the reason you don't want to reveal... All of that to me is because you're not doing anything on those days and you don't want to say that busy. you don't have any plans. So busy. Yeah. But I mean, maybe you, it's you're like, very vague with that. Well, it can mean I, any number of things. You're busy with yourself. Exactly. I'll, getting I'll busy let, with friends. I'll let the imagination. Busy. I'll let the imagination of the listener. Ooh. Be like, oh, what's he up to? Because he's, he's a bad boy. So what could Is he, he a bad boy, though? Well, yeah, I'll let the imagination do its thing. but It's because of the accent. People think that you're a bad boy. Yeah, but I also ride a motorbike. I'm training. But you to, call it a motorbike. Bye. <laughs> I do I do vroom vroom on it. Um you know I'm tra- I'm, I've been punching I've been punching bags bags of hay <laughs> at the gym. Yeah. But that person might How do you be- feel about it? How do you what feel do you uh well, focusing your energy? none of your business. I don't want to tell you everything. Well, you're not telling me anything. <laughs> I've told you some stuff. No. I'll ride a motorbike. Nah, I already knew that. You're not telling me anything I didn't already know. Did <laughs> the, the, the listener know? <laughs> yes, you've oh. mentioned it before. Yeah, do they keep track, though? Do they forget? Of course they keep track. We have very avid listeners well, that have, keep track They've yet to message everything. us on the email. That's true, which is nothingbenefits at gmail.com. <laughs> Give us a shout. I've told you, <laughs> listeners, before. It's a symbiotic relationship. We need to know that you exist so that we can go, oh, there is a point to this. I have faith that you exist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I need the statistics. I need. I'd love the statistics. I need, I need. You've got the numbers. You're in charge of the numbers. Yeah. You currently control our mm-hmm. media output. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. That's good. Yeah. Um, There's any number of places that people aren't listening to us on. <laughs> yet. Yet. Come on. In the future. When we're both when dead, listen, these will still be available. These will still be around. Wait, what did these two do? We have to listen to the <laughs> podcast. To, oh, no. Look, not, there was evidence everywhere. <laughs> There's not much of anything. Oh, but we are recording. So this is a big episode, though. This is a big episode. It's, why is it a big episode? Because it's number 10. Oh, it's number double digits. 10, double digits. We made it to double digits. What does it mean in binary code? It's a one and one zero. One zero. What does it mean? I don't know. Does it mean no? It means... <laughs> Yes or no? 50%. But it's really annoying as well because uh, even like no will have like multiple ones and zeros. Yeah. You think it'd be simple, but I suppose it's not because A, if, if, if A is one and B is zero, then C is going to be, well, uh, one. If there one. even is a C, how do you know? Well, how do you spell stuff in binary? 
I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know binary. Maybe we should learn binary. Do you already know binary? Like if I said to you... What do you mean? No. It's like nonsense. It's just ones and zeros. Right, but there's a way to communicate. But that's how you communicate with computers, isn't it? Binary? Yeah, I... <laughs> so if I said to you, it's like, oh, one one zero zero one one zero, what would I have said yeah, just okay. now? Yeah, but I suppose I could learn. I could learn. But it's not like there's... um. If anybody out there does know binary, what did I say? <laughs> You'd have to literally have it memorized. Right, like any language. No, I don't think so, because there's, there's algorithms to language. which yeah, There's I'm algorithms like, to binary. No, but it's... Yes. Um, I'm going to say no. Why? Okay, so for example... Because it's a binary decision. It, it's <laughs> <laughs> No, but there's more like... So it feels more obvious, right? So for example... Um, you know let's say language. Japanese... Japanese uh, drinking is nomimas, right? And then uh, if, you, if you add N at the end of a verb, mm -hmm. it's to not do it. So okay. nomimasen, not drink. Tabemasen, to tabemas, you know? And then there's uh, the asho, as in like, oh, shall sure. we do it? So nomimasho. So once you know the... the, 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 the Grammar, syntax, and foundation. Yeah, the foundation yeah. of it. Then you add a little extra to something. You have to memorize that. Well, binary is just ones yeah. and zeros, mate. But once you know the intricacies of it, though, you can add a one or subtract a zero. Oh, now I'm going to research this when I get home. And the thing is, I haven't got time for this shit. <laughs> like, there's other stuff that I want to do with my life. And now I'm going to be annoyed because there's a part of me that now I want to be to annoyed. Know. You can be excited about learning knowledge. No, waste of my time. Learning knowledge. <laughs> It's a waste of my time. It's not. I want to know It's a now. well use of your time because oh, who, who else, else is there? Who else can I communicate what with in binary? What else is there to learn? What? What else is there to learn? Yeah. Name one other thing that you'd rather learn than binary and oh, you can do that I don't know. Instead. How to fucking make it in this stupid industry. Well, then that's what you should focus on. Oh, I like that. Okay, you've really <laughs> got... <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, no, okay. Okay. What's your question? Oh, well, how do you make it? No. Uh, <laughs> how do you make it? No. Okay, so last week we got all the giggles out, last week being an hour ago for us, but last week for you all, uh, we got some giggles out with a little uh, Mary Fuck Kill question that Eric decided to throw at us. And it was a fun, it was a fun conversation. I oh, thought. and if you do get in touch with us with your answers and, and, and why you've chosen those answers, we will reveal it next week. Yes, we will. What movie changed the way you see yourself? Two-part question. What movie changed the way you see yourself? And would you rather always feel like you were pooping out a pineapple or peeing porcupine needles? Oh, um... <laughs> okay, well, they're two very different questions. Yes. I don't like how... They're, it's a two-part question. They're confusing me. <laughs> my, brain, my brain's going, they're too different. They're so different. What do I do? Um, well, let's I, answer the first one first. The movie one? Yeah. Difficult. Difficult. Because yeah. uh, I think as I change, uh, so do movies. Mm. So like someone recently said to me, what's like your favorite horror film? And I said, Back to the Future. Right. And they were like, it's not a horror film. And I went, I'm sorry. A, a guy goes back in the past, Back to the Future 2. He goes back to the past mm -hmm. to try and get his dad laid. Right. Because otherwise his mom's going to fuck him. Yeah. That's pretty that's scary. Pretty horrible. Pretty that's horrifying. Pretty horrifying. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Um, so they, they change over time, I think. Um, Absolutely. Because as you change, as you said, you change your in interpretation of the movies change. But can you think of the first movie that changed the way you saw yourself? Uh, I'd say the one it's, it's, it's recent, unfortunately, because I'm sure that if I go back, there are movies that I just think are fascinating and beautiful yeah. and changed me um so but i'm not choosing this one because it's uh, recent i'm also choosing it because it fundamentally restructured me i think okay um now it did take a part during my wild days uh during those challenging times but again it's sort of it's it felt like it came it was more than a coincidence it felt like it came at a time where you needed um, the external world was communicating with me right be, that sounds like psychosis and madness, <laughs> but it also just feels real. It felt too real, which was the movie Arrival. Okay, uh, Denis Villeneuve. Um, I, I never saw it. You've not seen I have it. Not seen Arrival. Oh <laughs> <laughs> God. 
Well, how? Why? How have you not seen it? There's, a, I mean, lots of probably lots of reasons. Well, it's it's all, easy not to see something. Well, I'm pretty sure it's in the Oscar-nominated category. I think Amy Adams won Oscar an Oscar for it. Is it. the Amy Adams film? Yes, I didn't see a lot of movies that year. So why? What, what were you doing? Other things to do. None of your business. <laughs> <laughs> That's my line. <laughs> now it's mine. So. Uh, <laughs> Um, so Arrival is about... It's an alien movie? Yeah, but it's about the Sapir-Whorf hypothesis, which is how one's um, language will determine how they view the world, right? Which is, um, which is obviously true, right? Mm-hmm. And forgetting language aside, you know, the culture that you bro- get brought up yep. in, suddenly that's how it reflects back to you. Uh, you'll see the positives and negatives based on how you were brought up. So it, it makes sense. Yeah. So I, I think um, my fluency in French has allowed me to actually understand that in a different way. So one thing, when I get sad or whatever, sometimes, it doesn't happen all the time, but every now and then, the French character will come out, French mm. character. But like, yeah. the, like oh, c'est, c'est bon, t'as fini là? Uh, very French. All right, you're, you're done moaning or whatever. It's like, oui. Uh, très bien. <laughs> um, it will be a sudden c- character shift. Mm-hmm. And therefore, in that character shift, my external world changes, right? And then obviously language is different. The, the, like as, I, as I'm, for example, learning more about chess, I am visually seeing myself move from one position to another while I see other people position themselves right. differently. And so that's why sometimes it's really challenging to, you know, humans, we, we see patterns. Yeah. And I, I suppose maybe sometimes people will say that you these patterns aren't there. But, I mean, but, they aren't if you don't choose to see them as patterns, I guess. It, it's just, it's just difficult because some, just, you know, you know, if you're going from, if we're both going f- f- A to F, yeah, right, we're going to A to F, uh, but you will do A, D, E, F, while I might do A, B, D, C, F, right. for example. We will both the end same in F, right? There's a nice quote I saw about uh, chess, actually, where it's like, the pawn and the king both end up in the same box. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. 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 I mean, the 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 motto for chess is "Gens una sumus" or whatever. We are one people. Yeah. Um, so you know, and actually, in Arrival, so um, I'm doing a bit of a skip here, but so in Arrival, uh, some these aliens come down, and in so many alien films, it always is oh, a war will happen, a war that it's an invasion or, or or something, and if it's not an invasion, the humans are so scared by it that they immediately attack, etc. It's a little bit like Encounters of the Third Kind, okay, where they are trying to create a communication. Right. But in Encounters of the Third Kind, great film, beautiful film, but yeah. it's, uh, I suppose, a little bit basic. It's like they, they do a little melody, and then the melody gets... Uh, do you think it was basic at the time that it came out, or do you no. think it was... No, I don't yeah, think we think of it as basic now. I, I still don't think it's ba- I still don't think it's yeah. basic, but it's it's more like in terms of communication, mm. it was oh here's a melody. Oh, they understand the melody and can actually reflect it back. Right. Uh, and then they show us a almost better melody. A connection. Right? Yeah. Um, a yes and, if you will. Yeah. So they communicate. While uh, in arrival, it's you know it's like a, it's a language that is too alien for us literally right. and. Uh, a linguist is set the task of translating. There's a lot of the... Star Trek episodes about this. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. This is great. But because there are pods around the world, again, the people with the t- you know, set the task of communicating, mm-hmm. communicate in different ways. So, for example, China uh, will communicate uh, by playing chess with them, by right. teaching them chess and by playing chess with them. And so at one moment, Amy Adams' character goes, but do you not see the problem with that? Is if you cheat, if you show them that it's like one side versus the other, you're teaching them war. Antagonistic, yeah. And there's just, there are so many, for me, scenes in there that I found just utterly beautiful. Mm -hmm. Little things like, at one moment, you know, the the general is, he's got a job, right? Which is, if we don't find out why they're here... um, we're going to have to make a move at some point or, or, or whatever. Right. Uh, and obviously he's got people higher up than him Tell on me. his ass, yeah. right? So he's he keeps being on her ass, like, just right. do this, you know, let me know. And every time, and it's just beautifully scripted, every time she goes, okay, kangaroo. And he's like, what? What's your point? Kangaroo. When, when the colonizers went to Australia and pointed at the animal that was jumping around, right? They were like, what's that? What's that? And the, uh, the Aborigines would say, kangaroo, kangaroo. And so we've now named a kangaroo. 
But what they didn't know is the Aborigines were saying, I don't know what you're saying. Right. And so they're like, so essentially she was making a point yeah. right, that things can be so lost in translation. Exactly. There's you, literally a Star Trek episode about that exa- and has that exact conversation. Oh, Essen- essentially, essentially that exact conversation. Yeah, I mean, so, so many yeah. things get repeated, recycled. Yeah. So, and also what's funny is that she, uh, he, the, her sort of colleague goes, is that true? And she's like, no. But, yeah. But I've made my point. Exactly. And then, and I think maybe it's just because, because I do love language. She, she goes, okay, so you want to know why they're here, right? And they're like, yeah. So the question is, what is your purpose on earth? Question mark. And she dissects that sentence and how complex just one sentence is. Right. You know, which is something that we all sometimes know, but if people don't really, really think like, okay, like a text message, I'll write it now. Sometimes I you know, spend a bit more time, too much time potentially, mm-hmm. on how will a stranger, and I'm Absolutely. talking a stranger, it could even be you. Yeah. But how will you I mean, there's bring a great... this, this, this thing that I've put on your screen, yep. how will you read it? Well, well there's a great Key and Peele sketch about that where they're texting each other and one person oh, reads yeah. it as like, oh, and it's like, motherfucker. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, and it's this, this thing where it's because you can't, infer tone you can't infer like i saw this thing where sending somebody a thumbs up now Mm. is sarcastic like that it's read as sarcastic and dismissive and like really oh they're they're mad at me now the language of emojis emoticons are are essentially Mm. modern day hieroglyphics right yeah and that's like the younger generation now that has come up in this fully engulfed not just learning it as a new technology but like they were born into it Mm. And they are developing their own picture language that is, to older generations, like the hands together emoji, to us meant like praying. Mm. To other people, it's a high five. Mm. It's, you know, it's like, it's so different based on culture, context, and uh, yeah, no, I, know, I know what you mean. Like yeah. when, I, when I do it, when I send that emoji, the hands yeah. together, it's because I'll go, I've got something inside here. Oh. <laughs> do you want to see? Do you want to see what's see. inside? And somebody's like, so it looks like you're saying, please, please, please. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Yes, yeah, so it's, it's quite annoying and complex how um, we try and build bridges and connections. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, our definition of, like, for me, the definition of love is different to yours. Yeah. But then, you know, like, then if you really, really dig down, it's all universal. Right, there's a, um, there's a base, which is something we've talked about before off podcast, where it's like we need a base that we can build off of. We need to find what our base is. Oh, well, so we spoke about the base after the deep dive into yeah, suicide reality episode. stuff, yeah. Uh, which I, I really liked, because yeah. I actually took away, fr- I walked away from that going, okay, yeah, what is the, the base? What is the, so like... Room basics. to grow, yeah, the basics, um, the fundamentals that we even, need to but communicate even, with. But even that is still hard for me. Of the, course, the I mean it's it's hard. It's not easy. Um, like you said, a single sentence, yeah, that we grew up with all of that language. Even for us, it's like okay, what do you mean by purpose? What do you mean? You know, is there so many different things that can be um, lost can I just in say translation? That I, I fucking hate that you haven't seen Arrival. I, f- I felt it because because it was a fundamental thing, and this is is a fundamental thing in your life that I haven't seen. It's not. It's actually not that right. I don't. I, you know, I can't know every fundamental thing that happened in everyone's lives, and I can't even feel them necessarily. Right? I'll just know. But um, uh, it's like okay, the, the sixth sense. You've seen it, right? No. Fuck off. You've seen The Sixth Sense. I've not seen The Sixth Sense. What is going on? This is so stupid and annoying now. You're doing this as a joke. I'm not. I never saw it. It was ruined for me. Uh, okay, so you're at least aware? I know what it's, ab- I know what it's about. For fuck's sake. Okay, Why does I, it mean so much to you what I have or haven't seen? Because a frame of reference that we can both connect on immediately would expand the conversation, right? So, uh, Or it could okay. create a uh, lost in translation no, where we are thinking up. of a different no, thing that's just devil's about advocate. the movie. No, Devil's Advocate. Because it's not a Devil's Advocate. No, because you haven't seen the film. So I, hear me out. I know what it's about. All right, hear me out, dickhead. <laughs> if you hadn't seen the film, Sixth Sense, so spo- spoiler alert, but we're going further. Okay, so you haven't seen it, uh, but let's say hypothetically you didn't know what was going to happen. Okay. That's you, it hadn't been spoiled for you. Yeah. I can't then c- 
carry on a conversation about like, oh, well, imagine if uh, a ghost, you know, I couldn't reveal it because all of a sudden you'd be like, you put two and two together. You'd say, okay, well, that movie then that I actually did want to see. But I, I mean, look, at this point, it's uh, how it came out in what, 99? Yeah, okay, but I'm, I'm now using that example for Arrival. There are, there, there, are, there are things in there, or are, I'd say there is, there is one thing in there that if you haven't seen the film, if I was to go on to talk about it, it would ruin the film. Okay. And a part of me goes, the film is too beautiful to for, me to, for me to spoil it. Well, so Luckily, it becomes... you asked me a second question, right? <laughs> but the film But then there's is... also the aspect, and I understand that, I understand that, but that creates, to go into communication... It creates a situation where we need to figure out another way to communicate. That point that you want to make, if you don't want to ruin the film, you have to go, like, all right, what else is there that we could potentially connect on a deeper level? Yeah, okay, so I know how to do that, right? Uh, before next time we meet, watch the movie. I won't. <laughs> Why? Now, because I'm mad at you. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yep. No, I'm well, never going to watch it. Okay, well then meditate and understand that this madness is your own doing. And it's not, I mean, I, I'm not mad. You just said that you were mad. At you. Yeah, but that's your problem. It's your problem, it seems like. Not you really. are the one who wants me to see Arrival. You, and because of your anger towards me right. and not having seen it, now it's like, well, I don't care if I see it or not. Well, that's rude and stubborn. <laughs> yeah, um, that That is true. But I... Okay, we could, we could, there okay. it is. But also you love cinema, right? Mm -hmm. you, you write scripts, you've directed yeah. short films, yep. right? So to not watch a movie that is beautifully constructed, mm -hmm. I mean, there's a reason. You know, sometimes I go, why was that into the Oscar category? That yeah. one for me seems so obvious because of its structure. Right. It was stunning. Ugh. But to get that annoyed at somebody having not seen something is an odd anger. It seems like you're mad at something else. And you're I, I'm, focusing I'm on, on that. No, it's, it, I'm mad about. It's not even the right word. It's more like you asked me that question. Mm. My, my initial re response was arrival. Okay. And there was like, okay, well, there's so much that we could talk about here. Yeah. And suddenly, uh, a huge portion of that is gone. Now, I could reveal that thing. Right? Mm -hmm. I could just fill in the gaps that you, you haven't seen. Yeah. And you've seen enough Star Trek. It's not like you would be out of the... You would very much feel at home in this conversation. Yeah. But I, I don't want to reveal it because it, watching something beautiful, a beautifully constructed piece of cinema, is... For, for me, there's so much more value in you seeing the film at some point, even if it's like in a year, in 10 years' time, or whatever, where... You'll get to see it without knowing the ending. Like, mm. and it's and it's like you know, like okay, you, someone ruins Sixth Sense for you. Yeah, that's really tragic and annoying and sad. Cruel, yeah. Because uh, you know, I'm not saying it's one of the best films or whatever, but, but it was one of the. But it was if, one of the it's films considered that, one of the biggest twists in film that that people talked about. That yeah. it was like a brilliant sort of whatever. It put M Night on the on the map as far as like oh the big yeah, yeah. twist and stuff like that. I was and then mad. you rewatch it, and this is the beautiful thing with that film, and same thing with Arrival. You rewatch it, and, and you it's go very clear. <gasps> How did I miss it? Well, not necessarily. Um, no, it was, it's designed so that you miss it. But you watch it again and you go, oh, along the way. I think for me, the same thing with Hereditary, right? Mm. There's, there's one moment, Hereditary does this, where they, they actually show you so many harbingers of things to come, but they are not highlighted immediately. Um, again, spoiler alert. Have you seen Hereditary? Oh. oh, I just saw his face. I, just, I, want to, I want to murder everyone. In, I want to murder everyone on the planet right now. Oh, God. I, oh, God, I'm so furious. Why does it annoy me so much? It's like I told you. You definitely didn't see it? Are you I, doing this for I fun? I certainly didn't see it. This is not, I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> no, I can see it in your oh, face. fuck me. It's the, uh, You've not seen that film. It's, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I, I'm very much reminded of the old Jim Gaffigan bit. Have you ever told somebody you haven't seen a movie that they <laughs> love? Yeah. It's like, I guess I just told you I murdered a pile of puppies. <laughs> like, I don't know what you want from me. I think you'd okay, be less okay. mad if I revealed that I murdered a pile of puppies. Uh, hmm, I don't know. I'd be so intrigued about it. Like the, the pile of puppies thing would be like, well, that's 
That's changed how I see you. <laughs> yeah. But I'd still be friends with you. Like, I already know that if certain friends were to commit like, this, murder... Are these, mo- are these lack of me seeing movies, is, is that sacrificing our friendship? No, of course not. Okay, well, no, no, no. I mean, the way you, you the way you phrased that was, well, I'd still be friends with you if you killed no. some puppies. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> more intrigued. No, because, because, like, oh, what's because, happening now? No, but because what's worse, right? Uh, not seeing a movie or killing puppies. Well, killing puppies is worse, right? Yeah. I, I already know that. Uh, I already know that with most of my friends... I think regardless of their crime, I would still visit them in hosp- uh, mm. hospital or, or prison, prison or whatever, right? I, you know, especially with all this... Uh, uh, what's the... Not cancel culture. What's the other name for it? Accountability. Accountability cult- culture, which I, I like that. Yeah. Um, uh, some people were like, well, he's not my friend anymore. She's not my friend anymore. And I was like, well, then you, I don't think you were ever a friend. Right. So that's how I feel about it. Because... Um, and this is, again, maybe where... I, if I, I have so much empathy that I can... Even monsters, I go, where did you come from, you weird monster? That where did I, you, you come know. from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cutting that joke. Classic song that I haven't heard in ages. Always. Um, so, because of the, the obvious, <laughs> well, puppies are stronger, right? Yeah. And I would stay friends. I'm obviously going to stay friends with you for the, the thing. But it, it, for it, the it, children. As soon for as, a marriage. <laughs> yeah. But as soon as I said hereditary and I saw your face, I then went, well, I can't use that example that I wanted to sh- share with you. Right. Um, now, what's great is if eventually you see it, which again, if you, if you love cinema, there's, there's a reason why you put Ari Aster on, on the map, right? the director and writer of yeah. Hereditary. I mean, Tony Collette's performance, I mean, everyone's performances in that was, there are movies, and I know that it's just well, what I think. But actually, sometimes just technically. Of course, when I, when, I, uh, when I found out that you hadn't seen Young Frankenstein. I, could, I composed myself better than you are. Not but, the same, though. Uh, in your opinion. But it's a, it's a classic cinema comedic piece of art that is uh, brilliant. And I could have gotten just as mad. But... Um. Well, you know, your, your composure is boring for the podcast. While my, my ferocity... <laughs> Well, actually, then all of that was actually performance. Of I'm course, like, it was. I'm actually yeah. not mad at all. <laughs> I can I'm, see. I'm actually, I can see that you're not mad, and your like, and your <laughs> eyes twitching and I'm bulging. Really your eyes are actually bigger than mine now, which is hard to do. My eyes are very big. <laughs> but I understand the idea of not being able. I mean, this is the language barrier that we were talking about in Arrival, right? Oh, so it was one of us, the alien. I guess in this case, I mean, I technically, because you're trying to communicate. No, but technically, I'm the alien. I'm literally an alien. But you're trying to communicate to me. You don't know what you can do to communicate shared response, right? Yeah, but it's it's symbiotic, right? If if for anyone that wants to be heard, it's symbiotic. uh, But from your perspective, I'm the alien. But isn't isn't everyone the alien? From their perspective. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right. I just, um, you know, you, Jeffrey? Yes. I love you very much, and, and I, I don't mind that you've seen it. I just want to have a quick word with future Jeffrey who's going to edit this. Fuck you for not, <laughs> for not watching Arrival and Hereditary. I want you to know that, future Jeffrey. <laughs> this Jeffrey now. Yeah. Love you, mate. Yeah, Brilliant. love you. Love you. Just uh, this editor, editor Jeffrey. Because once editor Jeffrey's gone, love you again. Of course. Now, I just want editor, you to forget. That's what I think. I hope editor, you forget between now and editing that I've said this. Editor Jeffrey, uh, keep it in. <laughs> keep it in. But so Arrival and Hereditary, any movies from your childhood? Yeah, I mean, The Nighty Professor, I watched like 24 times in the space of 10 days. Which one? The Eddie Murphy one. I like the other the the other one as well. Yeah, uh, Jerry Lewis. Yeah, I, I really liked it. I liked just how different it was. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, when I was in, we went we went to South Africa for a month. I can't really remember what happened, but um, uh, at the airport, my mum was like, "You're allowed to buy one VHS." You know? mm. So I I chose the Night Professor, and uh, solid choice. And I didn't like anything that was on TV uh, because it was all just. Another country's TV? Right. No. <laughs> I was an old man as a child. No, no, I'll watch. And so I watched the VHS and I'd rewind it and just watch it immediately again. Yeah. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I loved it. I, I mean, it was, it's comedically brilliant. It was funny. It was. I, mean, I then ended up loving Dave Chappelle and then you forgot that he was in that film. You know, so Reggie. There was so many things I liked about that film. Uh, and looking back, I mean, I did also spend quite a bit of time in nature, but... Uh, looking back, it's, just, it's annoying that the child version of me didn't go outside more. 
Yeah. But also, you know, we, we would hear, like, I would hear, like, the adults speaking about how, like, the neighbour um, from a few do- doors down that, you know, they got uh, murdered and, and stuff like that. And then I would go outside and I'd see scorpions fighting. I'd yeah. see snakes in the grass. And, and I'd see, like... It was amazing. I'd wake up and there was like just this huge tarantula in the bedroom, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm in a pretty wild place here." Wild place. Let's uh, put on the clumps. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just stay at home and watch TV. Hercules, um, Hercules. So funny. I did a, I did an episode when I was in uh, the Johannesburg Comedy Festival, just sharing some time about my uh, Johannesburg, and I, I went to the Apartheid Museum just to mm. learn a bit more. And I remember saying, like, "Oh yeah," and we lived with this family, and it was amazing because I, I'd really connected with Gloria. And Gloria was the, the woman that worked at the house. Right? Yeah. And she had her own house like on the on the property. And um and it was just made I love Gloria, I love Gloria's kids. She would like make me peanut butter sandwiches and it was just lovely. It, yeah. it felt like a, a sort of like a, a maternal figure. And then they were like, Yeah, but you know that she was like a sort of like a, a sort of slave person. I can't remember what the right word was. Was it indentured servant or? I don't know what the word the term is, is. Okay, but it was. It's not slave, you know, because they they paid for like her kids' school and stuff. So it was still good, but it was it was very much it's like still a, good. <laughs> no, but I, it was like a Downton Abbey, you know, like okay. uh, the slightly richer people. Yeah, and it was so annoying because it ruined a child's mm, perspective child memory, on. Yeah, like I love. I, I, I still, I think she was an amazing woman. Yeah. but all of a sudden it was like, oh man, that's. Sad. Yeah. It's yeah. really like, really sad. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't oh, like absolutely. That, that sucks. <laughs> it's, that's oh, what's your favorite film then? Oh, this is, this is a question for you. <laughs> oh, you angry because last week. And... <laughs> um, no, it's not, not your favorite film. I said a film that changed you. So, so I, uh, yeah, I said, there are things about Arrival I'd like to continue talking about, but I, I, I choose to not because well, I, I, hope anything, that, I hope that one day you can talk about it. Was there uh, anything that um, you can think of in any other uh, cinema or... No, because if I, if I was to go, oh, I, I can't talk about Arrival. Oh, here's a piece of media that actually the same <laughs> thing happens. Don't put two and two together. Uh, no, no. I, I, it's, it's, Arrival has an element of... Um, of something just uh, suddenly just go, oh, wow, oh, I didn't see that coming. I mean, and you might see it coming, right? Yeah. Who knows how people can yeah. appreciate movies, but... Is it, uh, is it similar in the uh, vein of, like, an interstellar? Uh, yeah, I mean, I suppose so. Yeah. You know. Um, if love was quantifiable, essentially. There is a little bit of that in there, yeah. but it's, that's not the part that moves okay. me. And there is actually a scene which is... Really quite cheesy. Some people didn't like it, and I really liked it because, again, maybe hopeless romantic, but maybe also because there's this truth to it. The, the, the two colleagues, the linguist and the uh, mathematics professor, if you like, yeah. you know, they, they, they're, they're like <clears throat> the logic and, you know, they're the two sort of opposites. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that he's, which is maybe a very male trait of just wanting to know the unknowable and stuff like yeah. that. And when he finally gets the answers, it's not about the answers, uh, but it was about spending time with her, discovering the answers. Right. You know, which not about I, the destination; it's about the journey. Which I, I Rocky. loved. Yeah. You know, I really and it was it was quite cheesy when it was done, but it was also like that's sweet. It's like, very really nice. Like it. I like that. Um, so I, yeah, I, I choose to not continue talking about it because I want you to eventually see it. Well, maybe I will. Yeah, eventually, maybe. If you calm down a little bit. <laughs> And not making your whole goddamn personality. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen a rifle. <laughs> I can't talk about anything anymore. That's you. <laughs> the, the listeners can't see it, but I've been looking down for the last 15 seconds. Sort of sad. That, yep. That yep. granddad's having a go at me. Um, but you weren't there. I man. haven't seen a movie. It's like Vietnam. It's like you weren't it's, there. It's like Vietnam. No, but it's like you, know, you haven't seen Vietnam. I've seen the Vietnam movies. No, no, you've not seen Vietnam? Yes, I have seen the Vietnam. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What was the other question? Uh, (laughs) Very similar, in the same vein. Yeah. 
Would you rather... By the way, can I just say that's very greedy of you to ask two questions? It's a two-part question. But how is it two parts? Because there's two parts to the question. Yeah, but they're unrelated. They are completely related. Okay, well, you're going to have to find me at the end, right? Yes and this, you little bitch. You're going to have to find a conclusion. Uh, you, I have the conclusion. Oh, you really? have to answer these questions, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather always feel like you were pooping out a pineapple mm. or always. peeing always? Wait, only uh, when I'm or pooping? peeing porcupine needles. Well, I think the obvious one's the... the por- by the way... Before you start changing, this is what it's Jeffrey does. No, but this it's is what Jeffrey changing. does last. You time. ask clarifying questions, and I clarify. <laughs> okay, so in that phrasing, yes, would you rather feel like you're always pooping out a pineapple, mm-hmm. right, or peeing out needles, right? Yes. So in that first one, yes, I'm always always feeling like there's a pineapple pooping always. out, always. while in the other one, it's only when I'm peeing. Aha. The, yes. the way it's fra- right. So then the peeing one, because yes. if I'm always pooping out a pineapple, no. At the very least, with the other one, they're very th- sharp. Yeah, but maybe it's three it's times a, a very, day. Very, very sharp and bloody. <laughs> See, this, this is what I mean. You added, and also like last time, I was a friend to you. I said, yeah, no, I said, I'm you being could, a friend you to you. Ch- I said you could because be- I said it's always and just when you're peeing. That's a friend. Yeah, but you're adding the blood. I'm not adding. I'm I could clarifying have, I could have with your you, questions. Well, you know what? Uh, while you're fucking, you're the bottom, bruv. I could have said you yeah, could you're have, the but you didn't. When I asked you your clarifying questions, you gave me the clarif- the clarity. I'm now giving you the clarity. Okay, so the peeing one is not always. So obviously, only when you're only when you're peeing. Yeah, so that one. Yeah, and also like a porcupine needle. At least it's like the shape. It'll go through nicely. I mean, enough. it's not all. It's rigid. It's, you know, it's, have you seen my it's penis? thicker. Yeah, than have you the seen whole. my penis? Yeah. I haven't. <laughs> Rigid and sturdy, as you've described them, is uh, what my penis is like. It's thicker than the hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Tinder profile. <laughs> thicker than the hole. <laughs> no wonder I'm getting zero matches. Well, um, you gotta change that. Yeah, maybe I need to change the <laughs> thicker than the hole. Thicker than the hole. <laughs> um, so obviously, I'd say it's, it's that one. Okay. Uh, but there is, I suppose, what, am I only feeling like the pineapple is coming out of my ass, or am I getting pineapples out of it? Well, so here's the thing. I'm glad that you asked because now I can clarify that. <laughs> you are feeling it always. Yeah. And you then, when you poop, it's also you poop out pineapples. That's a benefit. There's something quite nice about it. So the release um, is nice. Um, in this peeing pineapple, uh, porcupine needles. Yes. Um, as I'm already aware that you're going to say, I don't get used to the pain. You never get used to it. Yeah, that's what I thought yeah. you would say. Um, but can I become better at peeing them? So, for example, okay, let's say it's the same length of pain, right? Let's say Always it's a pain, slow one is let's never... say five minutes. The the fa- a fast one will be five minutes of pain. Let's say right. So the pain is the same. But could I get so good that I use this penis as a weapon? So if I can, if someone attacks me, I can shoot out very quickly a porcupine needle. So you want it to be kind of like a Wolverine like a claws? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, May to I? clarify, yes. Only if you have to pee. Oh. So in order for you to do that, you have to have a full bladder. Okay. And need to pee. So if you want to do that, I'm not saying that you can't use it as a weapon, but you'll you have to. Need to pee, but I can't. So I, that is a. Po- I could, I could, quickly just go, oh, pee, and, I, and then stab someone. However like hard it is for you to pee right now, that's how hard it is for you to pee with the porcupine needle. I think I'm at the age where I can always just pee. Well, so there, you, there you go. So that's nice. That is nice, but you have to have to pee. You can't just. Oh, I gotta. I you know empty <laughs> bladder. I'm gonna pee anyway. You can't. Do uh, question: Does the water inside of me? Uh, is that what creates this porcupine needle, or is there also water that gushes out? It's urine. No matter what you drink, yeah, the porcupine needle exists. Okay, so no liquid comes out. I mean, it, the blood from your penis, yeah. I don't understand why it needs to bleed. Because it's ripping your skin, and in painful ways. Mm. From the inside. 
Mm. It's difficult. Yeah. And with the pork, with the uh, pineapple, yeah. while you always feel like it, when you poop, it does come out. Oh, so it's only when I need to like poop that a pineapple comes out. Yeah. Otherwise, you just feel like you're pooping uh, with a pineapple. I, I think that's too much to like live a day. Yeah, it's to be a, yeah to live like a, a day and try to sleep with that with this constant pain. Ooh. I I I would I would probably, you know, do what I said in episode seven <laughs> for that one. Um, well, at least the porcupine thing that, that it's not always it's what you know twenty thirty minutes of my day. Hmm. Be hard, yeah, difficult. But you know, in pain comes uh, pleasure. No pleasure. I think that might be some pleasure. No, but you never, you don't know how I deal with pain. No, but there would not be any pleasure. Yeah, but you don't know how I deal with pain, bruv. Right. It's, like, um, but it'd be whatever. However, you deal with the pain, it wouldn't be pleasurable. Yeah, I would trick my mind. I would, you wouldn't be able to. I think I could actually <laughs> it's, through a, a strong meditative process. Wouldn't work. I why. The rules. It's not the. But you changed the rules last time. No, I didn't. You killed all of your boyfriends. That's true. That's true. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay. Good point. Right. <laughs> I could eventually learn to enjoy it. Um, no, you wouldn't enjoy it. You'd be able to control. Like I said, you'd be able to. If you need to pee, you can use it as a weapon, yeah. like Wolverine's claws. Okay. But I'm saying that I, I think that eventually this pain could become pleasure for me. I mean, who knows? Like, maybe there are people walking around out there. Feeling like they've like a pineapple is gonna is coming out of their anus. They chose that decision. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why you're that kind of horrible wizard in Los Angeles just making people. <laughs> Do you know Jeffrey? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Epstein. I, I chose... No, no, the other one, Dharma. No, the oh, other yeah. one, the Baldinger. I, oh, the I chose, pineapple. I chose the pineapple. It was a mistake. <laughs> when I was doing my field profile, so not Tinder. I'm on. I'm on two things just to try it out. Nice. But on the field option, there mm. is like 25 different versions of gender. Yeah. Right? That I was, a part of me was going, well, I feel like I'm in there somewhere, mm. but it's so confusing that I'll just put white male straight. Because the part of me was going, well, this is so confusing, man. That's so, yeah. Like, do I feel more than male? Well, I go, well. Uh, my outer pat- package is is penis. And then you could go like, well, nipples. Nipples were made in the woman, you know, because you were a woman first. You know, you could also like say like, you know, the that sort of almost scar looking tissue that keeps the balls together. Yeah, and that was that. That was the vagina, really. That was the vagina before you became the penis. Of right? course, so it's all, it's all fluid. Of that. But also inside, and this is whatever people feel like it means to them, right? But I could say that I'm in touch with my feminine. Uh, energy mm-hmm. um i'm also aware that i am both male and female because i am both parents right, right. So, so there are these aspects of me i've also like experienced um love with uh, you know, genders um but i feel like i'm definitely well not feel i, I know there's a part of me that goes no nah, yeah i feel like i'm more for um uh, the woman's the body the woman's body yeah. uh but then what's inside it's like i know what's inside me do you well, pretty wild and alien and complex. Okay. So then I assume that everyone's that. I think it's a healthier thing to assume that everyone is as complex as me. So then, you know, I can't just know when I look at a, a male body whether it's someone that feels like a male. Because person, in terms of personality, that's way too complex. But yeah, so I, it's so funny. There was, there was so many choices on the profile. And I just, I just chose straight and male. I mean, it's the closest that you felt to yourself. Yeah. Just easier. I don't know if it's necessarily closest. It's just... Easy. Everything else seems more... Or more complicated. More that you and, feel like you'd have to explain. Uh, well, I suppose yes, because I, if I don't know, then I need more explanation. Right? So right. There's just so much to like learn, if you like. Unpack. But But I also f- wonder... I, I sometimes feel like, you know, straight and male on my Tinder profile or whatever. People see that and they go, eh. Because everyone else says, like, pansexual, gender fluid. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, but you're putting a label on yourself as well. Um, I don't know. It's really complex. Yeah, it's it's a weird 
it's a weird world in that uh, I've never been on a dating app. I, I never did it when I was single. Um, so I and when I was single, it was um, before. I mean, it was just a year and a half ago. Uh, <laughs> speaking about oh, when I was when single, I was single, was that the internet? When I, I was single, right? Uh, but uh, so I never had to deal with the Nightmare. evolution just of uh, the like dating apps. Yeah, I don't, me neither. So I missed out all of yeah. all that. Um, so I'm just really starting it, and it's it's really odd, you know. This like who do you swipe on? Because mm. some people are you know, listen just based on package. That's what. So that's essentially where I was going with the like male and female. Mm. You know, sometimes it's just I don't know. The whole issue is fascinating. Do you um, ever? I mean, there's a friend of mine does they cover the picture and just read the descriptions, and if it's the description isn't good. They're they're not gonna. Well, generally, if there's no description, I don't. Yeah. Swipe because there's nothing for me to like communicate right. with. Um, uh, I also think that sometimes people can be judged for um, for acknowledging that physical attraction is important. Yeah. Oh, it's a uh, huge judgment that I've been told is on the dating apps is. You know, a the physical uh, attraction can be judged like acknowledging that there's physical attraction is important can be judged. And then other the uh, initial communication, like the first line, if you just say hi, like how are you, it's like that, that can be a uh, yeah. I mean, the I, first line is like ah, I didn't like how you said hi there. It's like, it yeah. was literally just hi. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> and again that's something that I. Um, and sometimes a part of me goes, well, maybe I could start like looking at online courses or mm. books to how to communicate, you know. And then I, 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 I feel like no, I, I'm quite good at communicating when it's not online, right? Like with like people, and I, I tend to like just in the wild. Be, I, I'd be normal. Yeah, I, I feel normal. And then what's great is, um, so you know, sometimes I'll feel attracted. To, well, I can feel attracted to absolutely anyone that maybe on an online profile I would just swipe no to, mm. you know, um, which is I don't know a part of me that I don't like, but I also acknowledge that people are probably are definitely doing that with me. They'll yeah. go, well, no, not that, not that, or whatever. So it's um, I don't know the whole world is. It's intriguing. Yeah. Uh, the whole world of sex is intriguing. Yeah. It's, it's maybe a completely different podcast. We're going off on different Yeah, things, I mean, we've gone... I mean, it's, it, all, it all wraps up into one. Well, we're talking about bodies, aren't we? Talking about bodies, would you rather? Aliens. Aliens, communication. It all is connected, <laughs> which is why it was a two-part question. <laughs> Very smart. <laughs> because the answer for your first movie question, it, it informs... The decision making that you would make in those would you rather's. Oh, so you believe in determinism? A uh, form of it. <laughs> Free will d- determinism. Finally! <laughs> Free will determinism. And it comes back to the first podcast or the second one, whichever yeah, we like talked that. about that one. Um, yeah, because yeah. multiple movies may have shaped your life in different ways. That definitely I mean, one another movie one could have changed your life in a way, and then later on, another movie could have changed your life. That was like, oh wait, no, this is bullshit now, and you know, like, no, this is the way that. Well, like, I don't think I'll ever look back at a movie and say that it's bullshit, mm. um, because if it had an integral part to my development, evolution, and growth and stuff, then uh, it still has. Yeah. Even if I go, oh, I see that differently now. Right. Um, uh, one another one that's recent, which I think should be a shout out because I think kind of went under the radar is uh, Nine Lives. Mm. Um, but it went under the radar. So I'm not surprised if you haven't seen that because mm. that one just kind of, it was in movies not for a long time, but it was a movie and I was speaking to, oh man, I'm so bad with like comedians' names. There's so many comedians out there. Yeah. Names. Um, we did a show with, oh, well, you were there in Boise, Idaho. I did a show, show with him on the 405 night or whatever. Um, I'll find out. I'll find his name, hopefully. Um, But we were talking about Nine Lives and I said to him that I cried in this movie theater. I think I was on my own, right? So the Nine Lives movie with the billboards of the... And there was like 11 people on the billboard, but it was Nine Lives. Is that... No! That! 
Yeah, you remember? Furious. Yeah, it was infuriating. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, we'll get on that <laughs> soon. Um, but uh, uh, no, 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 Nine Lives was uh, just a beautiful movie about, uh, I said the log line would be, a man who lives in a ethereal place is in charge of deciding which souls get to be born on Earth. Okay. So there's like an interview process. Okay. And it was it was beautiful. And and again it's it's that challenge of like when certain things arrive for you at the right time and and stuff. I cried at that movie in a hyperventilating way. Okay. As if I recognized that place. Mm. Um and um the person, that, the, the comedian I was speaking with, uh, f- you know, was like, well, maybe you did, you know, like, because obviously it's, it's, it's un- in a way it's unknowable. Right. Because uh, the souls get interviewed and then when they get born on Earth, they, their memory gets erased from right. that time that they were there. Uh, so they don't know until they sort of return. Right, right, right. Um, you know that spoke to me yeah of course <laughs> uh, yeah no that makes sense it's it i remember hearing about the movie i i don't i did not see it but that's uh it's it's a beautiful beautiful, beautiful film beautiful and concept the acting from the the main i mean everyone was great but the main guy was just, it was yeah. just beautiful um now this bloody banner <laughs> Is it Nicole Kidman as the lead potentially? I, I forget who was who was uh, in the movie, but there was uh, it, it was decided there was nine in the title, and then there was eleven pictures on the billboard. Um, let me see if like the movie's called Nine Lives. Now I'm saying <laughs> it changed me thoroughly. Changed me. For uh, the, uh, <clears throat> I suppose you're you're going to edit this, right? I might. <laughs> oh man, there's a movie called Nine Lives. About, <laughs> about a giant a cat? cat and <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Oh man, I'm such a fool. So the movie that now I feel like an more of an idiot, but still funny. It's fine. It's called Nine Days. Oh, Nine Days. So it's like a nine day interview. Nine day interview. No, oh man, I've been saying nine. And nine lives. lives is the Kevin Spacey cat movie. That's right. <laughs> oh, it fundamentally changed me. Fundamentally changed you. Uh, Oh, how is it? Oh, there's another one called Nine Lives with Paris Hilton. So I've said Nine Lives to two really (laughs) shit films, and the thing that I really like is called Nine Days. Unbelievable. I think that's the beautiful place to end the podcast. Yeah, you're real happy with that, aren't you? I love it. Yeah, really good. So much. Yeah, well done, mate. Uh, uh, Happy? I'm very happy. (laughs) (laughs) This has been the benefits of having nothing. Yeah. I'm Jeffrey Baldinger. Whatever. That's a good point. And I have seen Arrival. No!